0: I'm Aunt Kelly Anakin And I'm Molly of Mitchell Sanchez We're here to take birth control And talk about The Handmaid's Tale And we're all out of birth control <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Trav This is red right all over Your handy Handmaid's Tale recap Blessed be the fruit, Philip <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta do something different
1: Oh my gosh Well Wee. This was quite an episode sure was it's called postpartum and i think the depressed
0: oh yeah was a parenthetical yeah and they were like that's too obvious (laughs) it's too much (laughs) well it's interesting we get the answer to two things we've been waiting for in this penultimate episode Mm -hmm. of the season and it just feels like a lot (laughs) yeah so this
1: is season two episode 12 do we have any housekeeping i think our house is pretty clean
0: just gonna do like three random shout outs just All right, to cool. show the kids we love them.
1: <laughs> you know, I
0: don't think our love should be conditional. Yeah, it's not. Shout out to Kayleen Griffin, <laughs> Rosemary Sinovic. Choose wisely. Amberly Brooks, Casey Sharp, and Tara Schaefer for no reason other than you commented on her Facebook page. Thanks so much. <laughs> we love ya. All right. So let's get into this, then, yeah. shall we? So we. Oh, open. wait, real quick. Let's we- just shout out our own stuff. You can find us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I'm at Kelly Anakin. I'm at Serious Molly. We're www.facebook.com slash Red All Over. Or we're www.venmo.com slash Red All Over if you want to donate to us. If you don't want to donate to our Venmo, you can donate to a woman's charity and do it in our name. And oh, find Snow to know and we'll shout you out. Fun fact, I went to a Kesha concert the <gasps> other day. Oh, my God. How did I not know there was a Kesha concert? Yeah, it was. Um, well, you know, it was a combo Kesha and Macklemore concert. Oh, the Macklemore would have blinded me to the Kesha. He's amazing. This was my third time seeing okay, him. Anyway, uh, but Kesha donated a huge uh, and Macklemore, too, I guess, donated a huge uh, portion of her concert take to rain. Yeah, I bet she did. For that particular show. And I don't know if she's doing it for the rest of the tour, but shout out to Kesha. I love you, Kesha. Great. Okay. Housekeeping over. Let's get into it. We open on this cute little Winston Churchill, baby. Okay. Real quick on the previously on. We
1: got... Fred saying to Serena what he had said to her in the Mackenzie house of maybe they'll hang us on the wall together. And I was like, Oh, are they like foreshadowing something? At least for this episode. No, the answer is no, they were not Actually, foreshadowing. Well, they were, but it wasn't Fred and Serena. Right. But here's my question Do other cities have the wall? You know what I mean? Because like if it's like, oh, the wall, like just is that a Gilead like civic planning thing where like every <laughs> every Gileadian sure. city has to have a wall?
0: I'm sure.
1: But like, or is it in some places like it's a fence or a cliff?
0: <laughs> it's like just not very climactic to keep throwing people off the cliff. <laughs>
1: um but, like we're just gonna hang hang them. Like it's just it's uh, too much work to get the bodies back.
0: <laughs> that is a good question, but I would assume that yes. I really like that one song that's about like it's a little bit about the place where Alfred keeps hiding, and it's a little bit about the place where the Waterfords will end up if they do bad, and it's to the windows, to the wall, to the wall. <laughs> anyway. Podcast over. I'm leaving. <laughs> so <our>, are <laughs> most of our negative iTunes reviewers. Ah, hooray. Every one of them hates our singing, and to those I say... Yeah, just don't you know, just if you have a negative review, just don't review it. Yeah. You know? We're <laughs> women. We
1: already you know, we already can't get five stars. Truly. You know? Five stars are for cishet males. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it opens on this beautiful scene of Serena Joy washing baby nicole
1: <laughs> Ew, i am
0: not a fan of the name nicole i like it fine i've known a bunch of great nicole's in my life mm. so but it's very idyllic it's golden and she's washing this little baby and a, this an image of this leaked weeks prior oh really and there was a lot of discussion of like is it a dead baby Uh, And it, um, no, it appears to be a very alive baby. I was super jarred by this
1: because I guess I had sort of this false sense of security that we would be picking up where we left off Mm -hmm. because we did in the last episode. So I thought this was going to be June washing the baby at the Mm Mackenzie house and I spent fully 30 seconds being like, what's going on? What's happening? Why does she have that baby?
0: (laughs) Now, I think another interpretation of this you know if you were just trying to gut check yourself could be like is she dreaming about this and then she's still looking for Alfred. what's going on what's going on? yeah i thought maybe that was happening but surprise no
1: it this is reality
0: yeah but it's it's kind of a beautiful scene because we see ivan's beautiful face and smiling and it is kind of like a little nice aside to be like oh ivan that's that is you soon yeah she's gonna have her baby her baby her baby
1: I hope she gets a Sophie the giraffe as well Me too I saw a miniature Sophie the giraffe
0: the other day And I am a fan No be that's the size that they are Hmm the Sophie g- the Giraffe is is that size toy. Oh. I was saying Chrissy Teigen has one oh. like Serena Joy has which is a a, a tall stuffed, stuffed so giraffe that's no... not associated to okay.
1: Sophie. Okay. So at there's all. only one Sophie. Yeah. And she is only like 18 inches high.
0: When you have a baby, you have a lot of giraffe options, and Sophie is a small bite-sized one, and the one that Chrissy Teigen has is a tall one. Are we up to speed on maternity giraffes? <laughs> yes. Good. God, we can, we can fucking we can move on. Move forward. <laughs> b dubs I want a maternity giraffe and I'm not pregnant. I love giraffes. Anyway. So. <laughs> then we juxtapose this very idyllic maternal scene with whew, Offred in the gym pumping. Yeah. Uh, she's
1: she's milk machine Offred right now.
0: Pump and dump. Very uh, Mad Maxian. Yeah, except she gets to be thin. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so it's obviously a clear, like, mirror universe. Yeah, well, you know, and she thought she
1: was going to get to hang at the new cool red center, but yeah. that got blowed <laughs> yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. I Isn't wonder- it funny how nobody talks about that at all here? Yeah. None of them are like, oh, man, it's too bad, you know?
0: Yeah, it kind of was a one and done sort of thing.
1: It's like, are you going to be, re- like, rebuild it, or?
0: I have a, like, um, mm, a not literary question, but like a symbolism question that I can't quite parse out. And it's from the book from the first season from now, so many bad things happen in gyms mm-hmm. and in sports it, and beyond that in sports fields. hmm. Gosh, I just wonder if there's some more, like, meaning there that I'm I'm not quite getting. Because I mean, if, you can connect it back to sort of the ancient days
1: of mm, the Colosseum. So, like, a bread a and circus
0: kind of thing? Mm, I don't know that I would say
1: it's necessarily a bread and circus thing, but I would say because of the Christian element. Like, the early Christians were fed to lions mm. in the Colosseum. And, like, there's a sort of reversal going on. Where now, you know they're they're sacrificing the infidels in that oh, way, okay. But also, they're just you know public spaces that people have like school dances and stuff in. So that this is, is a natural extension of their multi-purpose function.
0: That is interesting, and there's some sort of like institutional as there is an institutional aspect to all those places. Well, too. and we
1: haven't seen any sports in Gilead. <laughs> you know what I mean? All of our references to sports have been in the flashbacks
0: you know there are like two commanders that like every sunday and monday kind of like wistfully Mm -hmm. walk into the tv room and like stroke the tv like very softly and be like i miss you (laughs) (laughs) anyhow just think on that redhead see if you can plumb any more meaning out of the depths of what does sports mean in gilead Anyhow, we're faced with this problem. Oh, Aunt Lydia is stoked. Aunt Lydia has given out face kisses. She's given out all kinds I of praise. I love
1: this. This is like a sitcom of like yeah. Aunt Lydia and Offred because Aunt Lydia is like, oh, you know, you're a very popular girl. We've yes. had overtures from four families and, <laughs> you know, so-and-so sent this basket of muffins mm. and, you know, take one. I think you've heard it. And Offred just goes... I think I earned a whole cake. Oh, and Aunt Lydia just goes, Oh, what does she say? Prideful girls are not rewarded or something like that. Yeah. And Alfred just is like, eh, fair enough. And she takes a muffin, but it's a brand muffin. Ooh, that is, you, you know, know. What? here's two things you should never give to anyone, a brand mm. muffin or a spice cake. Or an oatmeal raisin cookie. Oh my God, you're incorrect about that. Or
0: I had someone give me just an oatmeal cookie and I spent my whole time eating that cookie like feeling around for a raisin uh, and it was yeah. just a straight You shouldn't up do that to cookie. people.
1: Like if you're going to give people an oatmeal cookie and I happen to love oatmeal raisin cookies or really any oatmeal based cookie huh. with a thing in it. Huh. I don't know that I would want a regular just like oatmeal cookie.
0: I love an oatmeal chocolate chip, but just oatmeal raisin just feels like you're giving me something healthy and I don't want it (laughs) unless it's an it's it.
1: (laughs) Raisins are extremely unhealthy though. Like comparatively speaking, they're just dried grapes, which means they're entirely sugar. Mm. um, Also, I I don't like it's it's. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's surprising to learn. Well, I'm not from here and I think it might be like a California Bay area thing. I don't know. Anyhow, I tried one and I was like, this is stupid. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) So she is kind of trying to appeal to aunt Lydia, To get to breastfeed the baby because what's happening is just not enough milk is coming out. And she says like, Lydia, come on, you're supposed to protect this baby. And she says like, let's not. uh, And
1: Lydia's like, I was drunk that week
0: off, Fred. I didn't mean it. I had one too many fermented raisins and all bets were (laughs) off. But she says something that I like is that uh, perfect to be the enemy... She says,
1: don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good.
0: Thank you. That's a very common phrase. I could not read my writing, uh, which is just (laughs) another way that perfect is the enemy of good. And I like that because she does tell June to, like, think long term. Yeah. Maybe just, like, don't go crazy. Like, stay the course. Yeah, I mean,
1: like, let's be real. Like, at what point in this entire process has going crazy helped her out? Yeah,
0: no one. So the next scene... Is the commander moving to a new office? We, for a split second, thought they had changed houses, but I don't think. No, that's they the did case. not. So he just gets a. He gets basically what we've seen happen before: is he gets a promotion,
1: and the newly promoted commander, whose wife is pregnant, is there. Commander
0: Hart. Yeah, yeah, and
1: then that old guy is there. Commander.
0: Oh, um, old guy. Yeah, uh, Mister Old Guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Something I found interesting a few episodes ago that we didn't address because it just didn't occur to me is when they introduced Commander Hart Mm -hmm. during the faux birthing ceremony, a lot of discussion boards were like, oh, did you see Fred looked at him weird because he's black? And I was kind of like, I don't mean to be ignorant necessarily, but I just don't think that's what's going on. I think he was looking down his nose at him because he's like, nouveau commander like he just think, had a baby the yeah, natural I th- way I
1: think he's jealous and angry about that and maybe yeah. possibly threatened but again this show doesn't think race exists well and like, especially and you know <laughs> I just I I didn't get that at all
0: nor did I and what I think is interesting is is I agree with you that this show that's trying to be so careful and have like people of all different races playing all different roles it wouldn't make sense for that choice as an actor to do that but what i think is interesting is it tells it's more telling about the people who are having that discussion what do you mean that people in 2018 who are discussing the handmaid's tale saw that look and didn't think oh maybe it's because he's kind of like an upstart commander they're like it must have been because he was black and it's just kind of like
1: well but i think if you're a black person like that makes sense I, I also think if you're a white person it makes sense like we're all racist um,
0: i just i didn't think that and i don't think that's what they're trying to imply there anyhow we can move on so he has nick in and we were all like nick's here still so apparently a uh, news of nick's death has been greatly exaggerated yeah, so
1: like everything was fine After he got shot or whatever. And he's like explaining it away to the other two commanders. Like, oh, some overzealous guardians and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay. So like you didn't set that up because otherwise, why did any of this happen? Like, it's not that I had like, I hadn't like gained respect for him, but I am now like disappointed by him. I was like, I thought you had a whole plan. Me too. It turns out you are just a fucking idiot. And I mean, I know that he's been a fucking idiot, but I thought he was a fucking idiot with a plan.
0: Well, it is so weird because, okay, let's game this out. So let's say he did send those guys and maybe he said, scare him a little. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that if he said to Guardians, hey, my handmaid and my driver are here, mm-hmm. scare him a little, it the Missing piece for me is if he sent those guys, I feel like they sh- would have been also had instructions to go inside and get offered, right? So that doesn't make sense. So, what I think genuinely, maybe it was guardians being like, Hey, what are what is this driver doing here by himself? But even I don't that know. is weird, it is very convoluted. I really wonder what thought went into it? So I'm probably
1: just narrative economy.
0: (laughs) So true. I also want to share a fun fact. I learned on the official handmaid's tale Instagram. Yeah his uh max Mangela and joseph fines did a plank off i saw that (laughs) they were like trying to they set a timer and tried to see who could hold the plank for the longest and surprisingly joseph Fiennes won i'm not surprised no
1: he just looks so wiry i'm i know but i think he's been working out a lot longer than max Mangela. that's true Good for him. For being older and also like, yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel
0: like I also
1: feel like Max Mangela is the kind of person who gives up easily. I don't know
0: why. I just feel that way. (laughs) We are maligning Max (laughs) Mangela so much in this episode. No, but you know what? He was really good
1: in this episode. He was great. I thought his face acting was good. I thought his voice acting was good. I thought it looked like he lost weight, and I was curious about that. But I hope he's okay. Yeah, me too.
0: And the the only real note I wrote about this scene. As I was like, God damn it, Fred, put on some chapstick, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, his lips look so chapped and gross every time I see him. It's a character choice. It's very weird. I'm disgusting. The next scene is
1: Serena Joy with Eden uh, and Eden is holding baby Nicole and, you know, Serena's opening her chest of knitted baby. Yeah. hope chest. Yeah. Did baby you ever? Clothes.
0: Did you ever have a hope chest? No. Okay.
1: I've never had hope.
0: but you have a chest oh my gosh that is very silly
1: unfortunately anyway so serena is talking to eden eden's like wow what a blessing you know my mom says that (laughs) well sugar and spice and everything nice (laughs) is
0: the secret ingredient to baby girls well, she she does say that uh, her mom said her mom let her help with her baby sister, which will become relevant later. Yeah, but also
1: Serena says that they're very her parents are very lucky because they had two children, which obviously we know oh, is unusual.
0: Oh, I didn't clock that. Good ears. Well, we just we know that handmaids
1: are only allowed to produce one child per mm-hmm. commander household, presumably. People who are like regular married to each other, you know, they can have as many babies as they can pop out.
0: Yeah, right. And um, she's serving Brigitte Von Trap realness with this Oh my outfit. God.
1: She is definitely going down to the Gilead Rec Center. For sure. To try out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Aww>. <laughs> the next scene is Offred being led down a dark hallway. Never a good sign.
1: It's not the dark hallway, though. No, no, no.
0: Yeah. But she's
1: just like, where are you taking me? And I like how like she has so much more agency in her voice when she's dealing with Aunt Lydia. It's really yeah. interesting.
0: Well, it's a calculated risk, right? Especially now like I was at the beginning of this season, Aunt Lydia has me convinced that they're going to they're going to kill her as soon as this baby is born. Uh-huh. But I think like it literally is such a precious precious resource to birth a baby, mm-hmm. especially a seemingly healthy one that they're like, we can't kill the cash cow.
1: Look, they're definitely not killing her if they didn't kill Janine or Emily.
0: For sure. For sure. I know. Jesus. The next. So she goes in and it's <gasps>
1: both her boyfriends.
0: Both your boyfriends are in a church. What do you do? You're in a lurch. It's a song I wrote. <laughs> so very scary. Um, Fred steps has, aside. Yeah. And
1: Nicole is behind him. <sighs> And I was like, "What a dirty trick, you shitbag! I
0: hate I you know. so much."
1: It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh hi, we just missed you, and oh, what's this? Oh, look, it's the baby.
0: Genuinely, that appeals to Fred's sense of chivalrous theatrics.
1: Oh my god, that fucker never met a quote-unquote surprise that oh he didn't god. love.
0: He loves a surprise. Never so.
1: forget, surprises ruin relationships. People,
0: <laughs>
1: you want, you want more proof. PM me. I'll tell you about a couple of surprises. Ooh, I do want to hear. <laughs> I think I'll you know all the surprises. PM
0: you in real life. Yeah, okay, which is, cool.
1: Talk to me after know. we finish recording this episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I find cool or notable about this scene is how different people refer to Offred. So when it's skin crawling, when Fred is holding Nicole... And he points to Offred and He goes, look, this is Alfred," which is hilarious because mm-hmm. it's like it's the first time they've met. <laughs> like, I was inside her. Yeah. And Nicole's recently. like, oh,
1: actually, um, we're really we're good friends. Mom. Oh, well. And of course. So like she came in and the, the goal of this, we learned earlier that Alfred is producing less and less milk. Mm. Um, and it's kind of crunchy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as she walked in and that baby was there i was like oh my god she's gonna be gushing and it takes it you know totally a couple happens.
0: minutes and it totally happens that is such a fascinating biological well, and thing she tries it.
1: i am really interested in seeing her reaction here compared with sort of how janine has reacted to various things in the past just because you know like she's postpartum janine was postpartum and it's like Alfred is very like please like i don't want to be in the same room as this baby like I can't like she's just trying to protect herself from getting more attached than she already is.
0: I don't think that's true. Why? I don't think that's what's going on. I don't think. Why did she shake her head and walk away when she got there and move to leave? Let me formulate my opinion about this, because I think it's just that she doesn't want it done this way. What way? Because they weren't going to let her breastfeed like right there.
1: They weren't going to let her breastfeed at all. They just wanted her to see the baby so that it would stimulate milk production.
0: Hmm. Okay, maybe I'm buying a little bit about what you're saying. But I think what is more is that like she just like flat out doesn't get the option. (laughs) What do you mean? Ever. Like the way that you're phrasing it, it's like, no, no, no. She doesn't want to see this baby. She doesn't want to do this. It's like, no, she just doesn't get the opportunity to. But the baby's right there and she's walking away from it. Right. But I think it's because it's like, I
1: don't know. I I don't understand what you're saying. All right.
0: I'll let it go. I'm just, no,
1: I'm like, really, what do you, I don't understand what you mean. I know. I guess when you say that she doesn't have the option, I guess maybe I don't either. They have the baby right in front of her. Yeah. I guess I, and like to me in the long term, she's like, I don't get to keep this baby. Like you already got it. mm -hmm. Like I tried to promise this baby. It wouldn't grow up in Gilead. Gilead already got the baby. Yeah. Okay. The only thing to do now is like try to
0: move forward. Okay. Yeah. The second part of the point that I was making a, a few points ago is he calls her offred and Aunt Lydia says it's good for the baby to be close to the source. Yeah, no relation to the Source Awards. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is a Handmaid's Tale ceremony where you win for being best source. Oh my god! Uh, I assume I've never seen it. <laughs> so it's just that we're we're going so far out of our way to not say the mother.
1: No, what does happen is Aunt Lydia points out that the baby looks so much like her father and literally everyone else in the room was like, Ixnay on the other fire.
0: Well, also the camera does like, I think, very comical editing because they hold on Nick when she (laughs) says, like, you guys. (laughs) So they
1: they have this whole breast milk negosh where basically aunt lydia is trying to appeal to commander waterford's sense of something that having offered in the house would be more convenient for pumping and you know she could pretend you know they could wave the baby in front of her occasionally and be like "Ooh, milk and then yoink (laughs) Uh,
0: oh boy that's how that works so then uh you so know she's back home she's he, back yeah at he acts like home. they're
1: not and then they're like guess who's back back
0: again <laughs> Offred's <Our> back <laughs> tell serena <laughs> and understandably she's pissed <laughs> and what do you say that serena's pissed i maybe would <laughs> <laughs> she's just livid
1: she is demanding to know if she touched the baby mm-hmm. and Fred is like I promised I wouldn't let her and Serena and we are like that's not a no like yeah. can you not give a straight answer to anything and he's like no
0: I would never let Fred out of my sight if I was her because I was like every time he disappears he's skulking off and doing something shady Well, and I, you know I know she doesn't. She actually doesn't get opportunity
1: to control him. No, but like Jesus, just like men in general are very bad at following
0: directions. Put a bell on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and so she's like, okay, fine. Well, she can't see her then, and he goes, "Mother knows best." He really
1: turns the creep up to eleven in this oh, episode. He is just I just hate the creep looking up. at him so so very much. Ugh. Um. So the next scene is Emily with Aunt Lydia going to her new posting oh, yeah. and Aunt Lydia's... This is like the anti... The first scene with Offred where she's like, Offred, you're so fertile. Everybody wants you. She's like, Emily, you are trouble. No one likes you. It is a miracle that this guy who is a very high-ranking and powerful commander wanted you and Emily's like, if he's so high-ranking, why did he want me? And Aunt Lydia's like, quiet. Yeah. So... A Martha opens the door and we were freaking out because we were
0: fully freaking out. We have several, um, we'll post the video of what actually happened, but know that that is like one of five that we took yeah. for the false starts. For so this. we were
1: so, 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 so excited about this. And this Martha opens the door. Notably this Martha only has one eye, mm-hmm. which again, not uncommon in Gilead. No, but- no. So you she- find
0: a Martha with two eyes, you know, that's yeah. jackpot. <laughs> So three eyes. Whoa, you're playing with fire. <laughs> she probably got back from the colonies because no one stays there.
1: <laughs> it's like I'm just seeing like the advertising campaigns on like the US Open that are like, visit the colonies.
0: <laughs> it's like women with like no hands like waving with little stumps. Oh, oh my god. Jeez. So
1: they get inside and the Martha trips. Um, I think because she has one eye. So I think this is a recent eye gouging so she's got a yeah she hasn't gotten mm -hmm. her depth perception Mm -hmm. down yet so they go inside and then commander lawrence comes down and it is whitford
0: (laughs) whitford watch 2018 comes to its rightful conclusion we finally got it episode 12 of 13 Hoo, hoo, hoo.
1: Oh, it is quite the afterbirth hoo, to a stretchful hoo. season. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh. So he comes down, and Aunt Lydia's like, Okay, well, this is your new handmaid. Then he goes and opens the door and is like, Yeah, bye. Oh, he does an amazing mm-hmm. thing because she says, Blessed Day. And I think, did
0: he just say, like, yeah he says super super <laughs> so we've had just great uh, great responses to the rote gilead responses and i think that is to connote that like gilead's been going on for a bit and you can't just like you can't follow a script forever well, and, like,
1: and we heard that in the scene the the breast milk negosh because when offred came in Fred goes well, hello,
0: and I'm like, I think you mean well, blessed day. I think you're right, and it's just like humans can only follow script yeah. for so long. Uh,
1: it's and- like it's like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit when they're playing shave and a haircut, <laughs> and he can't hold it in.
0: He's like, I gotta sing. So I also thought of, of that. It's funny. You should bring that up because I thought of that in the later scene where she's like, we could play Scrabble, and I kept thinking cake, yeah. cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are my soul sister um, my favorite line from that movie
1: I always think of all the time because I live where there's a lot of liquor stores <laughs> but when Roger Rabbit is like I asked the butcher the baker the candlestick maker they didn't know but the liquor store guy he knew <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay great. speaking of liquor store guys Oh, um, wait, uh, I just want to i just want to show off my art eye, because I genuinely could not identify any other of the paintings in here, but I believe I spot a Basquiat. There is a Basquiat in there. There was and a crown. I only know that because of some uh, very persuasive Urban Outfitters t-shirts, so <laughs> I'm not that cool, but I, I did I notice that. I
1: recognized it from an actual art museum, so...
0: Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Please continue to donate to the Venmo so that I can go to an art yeah, museum. Yeah, for God's and, sake. Or afford an Urban Outfitters t-shirt, to be honest. <laughs> Them's expensive. <gasps> Uh. <laughs> so he opens, um
1: so he opens the door and is like bye aunt lydia and this is after he said that his wife will not be coming down because she's not feeling well and i'm like i got a very strong as soon as they got here a very strong teddy perkins episode of atlanta vibe here if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about if you haven't seen it watch atlanta what are you doing with your life
0: i was getting like a very like Bluebeard like sort of feel yeah there's oh, something it reminded me of frick I don't remember the name of the person in Alias Grace that she goes to live with.
1: Oh, uh, Mr. Kinnear. I got a strong Mr. Kinnear vibe from I did, him. too, because I was like... Well, because I started putting a couple things together. I'm like, okay, so the Martha is missing an eye. We know that Emily is missing a clit. Like, is he just collecting, like the people who've been punished or and, like, and
0: if he has enough in his house soon, he'll have a whole woman.
1: <laughs> oh man. That reminds me of this movie called may about a woman who makes a friend out of people that she's killed.
0: Anyway, that's a scary movie. Hey, um, making friends is important no matter how you do it. Yeah. So what's his, it, it's like this spoken sp- like a true cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's my season, baby. It's not as exciting. Scorpio season. <laughs> Of course, a Scorpio would say that. You oh, everyone would say that. Narcissus. I yeah, will listen, love you anyway.
1: Cancer season is just full of, like, fun and self-actualization. Who wants that? And stone fruits that are
0: perfect. <laughs> we gotta move on. So, I spend the whole episode wondering what his deal is, but the first thing I wrote about Commander Lawrence is, yes, Artie Commander, yes. <laughs> and I didn't know how to read how he talked to the Martha. Did you view Oh, that? my God, because... Go God, ahead. That's so funny
1: because Emily's just kind of like out there and kind of looking around and it's like there's like this banging in some other room and he's like, hey, don't touch my stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got all my records the way I like
1: it. And then I think, is it this scene where she sees the book? Yes. And she's looking, it's a graphic novel and you thought it might be Mouse, right?
0: Right. I didn't get a chance to look at it too carefully, but... Like it had a very like Mauser Persepolis vibe, which are all both about escaping. Yeah, but also if he's the well, we and they're get, very subversive. We get
1: information later that he may have been the architect of at least the colonies. Yeah, depending on how reliable the source is, and we'll get to that shortly. Right. Hang uh on. Um, I don't. know so if I, if that is the case, he might just be reverse engineering dystopia <laughs> from people who survived them.
0: <laughs> what a strange way to do that. <laughs>
1: uh, listen, he's very arty and very thorough. <laughs> oh my god, he's he, like, where did they go wrong?
0: How did these people get out? <laughs> uh, um, I, I want to note too that this is another time that uh, a character in this show has said in this episode even has said make god find me worthy because June says that to the commander to get to to go to the house right uh-huh and uh Emily says this as like sort of a rote response yeah and
1: like she's getting all her lines right and hitting all her marks and he's mm-hmm. just like all scattered all over the place but he sees her looking at this book and he's like hey <laughs> She's like, oh, shit, like, you know, you caught me. But he's like, oh, do you know what the penalty is for reading? And she's like, you lose a finger. And he's like, yeah, it used to be a whole hand. And then he just, like, skateboards away. Like, weird. (laughs) We have no clue what this dude's deal is, and it never becomes any clearer in this episode.
0: Yeah, I had an idea for an app once where you just hover your phone over something, and the app is called What's? (laughs) <laughs> their deal and it tells you <laughs> that person's what the deal, deal is okay what the deal is i wish i had that app for bradley whitford in this in this episode the next scene it's
1: more pumping from Alfred, and then she's trying to listen to the baby through the floor Aww. and she can hear serena
0: joyce singing you are my sunshine Aww. and it's very sad and she goes down into the kitchen and eden is washing bottles presumably and they kind of have a heart-to-heart, which is interesting because it's sort of the first heart-to-heart they've ever had.
1: No, Truly. they had the heart-to-heart. Well, yeah, this is the first one June's really participating in because there mm-hmm. was the one before where Eden was like, what if Nick's the gender traitor? And yeah. Alfred was like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But this, in this one, she's trying to be like
0: compassionate and helpful, but it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, like June has to know that that's bad advice. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's trying to get her out of the way somehow. I don't think that – I think that, like, she's just, like, very woozy and hormonal and, like, But you know what, though?
1: Here's what I will say. I think that she underestimated how fucking dumb Eden is (laughs) because I think her point was, like, oh, you know, if there's somebody else that you love – Because what does she say at the end? Because, like, Eden starts out kind of asking about what it feels like to pump breast milk and saying she hopes she gets
0: to breastfeed. And
1: June very genuinely says back to her, like, yeah, I really hope that you do, too.
0: At which point Eden says, may God find me worthy. So that's Mm -hmm. three times for this phrase. You say,
1: may God find me worthy three times. You know what happens? God comes out of the mirror. Yes. And and he scratches your eyes out. Oh, no. Don't try that, Redheads. I don't want to see what happens. But. Eden changes the tone of the conversation by asking Offred, what if you had that chance, the love and the baby and Alfred gets a little quick download and she's like, Oh no. <laughs>
0: Uh-oh.
1: So she tells her, I think in this place and I'm like, bitch, she has never lived anywhere else. The timelines here are very questionable, but clearly Eden has not had a life like Offred had before Gilead. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she says you grab love Wherever you can find it. And I think June's intention was to say, like, oh, like, stay married to Nick or whatever. But, like, if you want to bang babyface Isaac, yeah. guardian. And then that, do that. And, you know, the implication being like, yeah, do it under the radar. People are going off script. Things are getting nuts. Yeah. We're setting up for the purge.
0: Be cool. Be cool. And truly, that I think that would have been an option that was slightly more sustainable because Nick doesn't care. Nick
1: doesn't care. I mean, but the thing is, and I do think that they sell it because she and Isaac both are like true Gilead believers. Yeah. And it's the... It's the kind of thing, it's like, you know, the generational thing where it's like, you know, you become an adult and you're like, oh, my God, nobody can, like, live up to an ideal. And kids are like, if you can, you should, you have to. Why didn't you tell me right from wrong? You know, all that kind of thing. Anyway, that's very much about me. But (laughs) um, as adults, we have grown inured to compromise. And when you're really young, you believe everything still. And you're Mm. like, no, God wants this. And I'm going to do this for God or whatever. So anyway, that's the end. You know, Alfred leaves. Oh, and Eden tells her sweet dreams after she says blessed night. Uh, Sydney Sweeney did a great job. She did a great job this episode. I mean, this is her episode. Yeah. She has the most screen time and just kind of the meatiest Mm -hmm. stuff to do that she's had the whole time. And what a swimmer.
0: (laughs) So upset with you. And the, the one the note that i actually wrote is is meaner than that I, I wrote you grab love where you can find it dot 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 even in a pool oh because by this point i was
1: like uh. yeah i mean i thought briefly briefly and i didn't really think this i would just like to point out we're 12 episodes in i was told at paley fest that no one is safe in gilead Mm. But so far, damn near every member of the main cast is pretty fucking safe. I know. Unless
0: something crazy happens.
1: I mean, I do think they're setting us up for a crazy finale because this, like, I figured it was Eden in the pool and not Serena specifically because of the legs. Like, the legs just look too young. Oh,
0: you did that ankle analysis. Yeah, yeah, I did that ankle analysis. sweet, ankle analysis. And (laughs) I thought
1: maybe it could be Nick. Like, it could be a situation where it was like, oh, like, Nick knew about it and he didn't act on it and, like, Isaac ratted them out Mm -hmm. and so he went I'm not getting punished but like so at any rate okay
0: someone did point out that Anne crabtree tweeted a picture or posted on instagram a picture of what is basically this outfit that eden's wearing oh. and they compared it to her Brigita cool, outfit her brigitte outfit which is like mm, kind of so the next scene is in the kitchen the next morning and rita is doling out tokens to go shopping and she specifically says get a cinnamon you get cinnamon now that she's like don't let them tell you no Mm -hmm. you have a baby now it's one of the perks (gasps) very interesting i just would i really like nerdily want to know yeah i want to know the rules for all the shopping if we had this app we could hover over and be like what's the deal what kind of stuff is rationed?" (laughs) because sometimes they have a lot and sometimes they don't what's the deal see that's what i want to know so nick comes in with like what
1: again Max Minghella, listen, we've been, we've had our ups and downs, BB, but your line reading on this is so great. He comes and he's like, hey, has anyone seen Eden? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man. And Rita's just like, what? Now I have to keep track of your wife? See, I can't even appreciate Max Minghella's uh, line reading because Bruegel is yeah. just so sassy molassy that I just, nobody else exists in this scene for me.
1: So Afra decides to throw Nick a bow and she's like, oh. hey, I saw her last night. Maybe she went to the mall. I hear there's a sale at Old Navy (gasps) and they
0: laugh. Girl, if that was not a nod to Shannon, I do not know what is.
1: I'm not going to believe a nod to Shannon until they say Chili's.
0: I would die if we ever were on the phone with another writer and they're like, "Um, hey, I don't know if you noticed, I put the name Shannon in the episode. (laughs) Or if they, like, not even if they did anything actionable with it, but if we got on the phone with them, they're like, it's my birthday It is my week. birthday week. I would pee my pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: like so why I always pee before
0: it, an interview. I can make more. <laughs> uh, that was very funny. So oh, and then this he does is where
1: I noticed f- that he looked thinner to me. And he mm-hmm. might just be very thin and he's always like wearing a jacket. But he's in like full Green Day, like short sleeves, skinny tie here. He
0: very much is. And I wonder if, if we're trying to unpack what actually transpired mm-hmm. when he gets picked up from the Lawrence house mm-hmm. is, is it maybe he was in like some kind of holding cell and they're like, Hey, commander Waterford, we got your dude here. And they like tortured him or something first. I, mm. I don't know. Well,
1: they did shoot him in the leg. They think, fucking shot him in the so, leg. I don't know. He's fine. Well, and his, you know, his baby mama gave birth and he hasn't been allowed to hold the baby. Cause that's what's so heartbreaking in this scene is that mm. they, again, though, I'm like, Oh my God. <sighs> why are you having this conversation here right now in front of everybody? I know he really has, like he a- says that he wishes he could hold their baby. And Jean says, Oh, I named her Holly. It's my mom's. And he's like, yeah, that sounds right. And I'm like, yeah, what would you name it? Cobain. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
0: pretty cool. I was thinking of naming. Or how about, what about Grohl? Like Dave Grohl? Grohl. Yeah. <laughs> Grohl a very feminine name. Yeah. <laughs> we could call it Groll. What about monkey wrench? <laughs> the thing i liked about this is it reminded me of very much like of mice and men like tell me about the rabbits kind of thing oh jesus
1: christ tell me about maui oh yeah because they were talking about like oh we could well because he's like i wish we could run away and be like a real family and this is where i'm like stop talking you know i hate it when you start trying to get into logistics nick but then it's cute because he's talking about, oh, she'd play in the sand and June is like, she'd eat the sand. He's like, what? She's like, all babies do it. And I'm like, oh, I loved
0: that. Because we forget, like, Nick is, I think he's supposed to be younger mm-hmm. than Alfred And Nick certainly has never had a kid before. Nick maybe hasn't even had a girlfriend before. Uh, mine, is pes- <laughs> mine is Pesto Martha at Jezebel's. Uh, but, like, it's very... S- <laughs> It's just very, <laughs> It is very sweet that like <sighs> there is stuff that she knows that she that he doesn't know and it's was just a very cute little micro moment they're way too close it makes me so nervous
1: and then is it was it Commander Waterford who came in? Yeah, it's Fred. Mm-hmm. He comes in and he's like "Babyface Isaac Guardian never showed up and Eden's gone too and everybody's like oh <gasps> no Oh no that
0: was the moment when I was like,
1: oh, See, no. I knew as soon as he was like, he didn't know where Eden was. I was like, Shit, this bitch done. Run away. Wow. Yeah.
0: Then oh, uh, the commander and Alfred have a, a conversation. And this was a delicious moment because he goes, oh, I don't get it. Why would a girl risk so much to leave? And Alfred makes like prolonged eye contact with him. And then he's like, I don't know. <laughs> so funny. But then he comes right back at her.
1: Yeah. Cause he's like, Where were you hiding in that house? And she's like, the attic is like, oh, you didn't want to come back with me? Like, why didn't you avoid
0: coming home Oh, wait a minute.
1: I'm sorry. You know what we skipped? Hmm. We skipped the scene where... Oh, no! Rita goes... This is where we found out that Isaac was gone. Rita went up to... Commander Waterford came in at some point, but Rita went upstairs to Serena Joy and was like, oh, baby face Isaac Guardian is gone. That's right. And nicole slash holly do we do we like uh nihali um do we like hickhole please hickhole. <laughs> so hickhole is, Hicole is crying and really like do you want a bottle and serena's like no she just had one so then like rita leaves and then serena like this gets real ominous and i'm like what the fuck is she gonna like smother this baby
0: like, she what closes the, shit? the door she closes
1: the door and has like put the baby in like a moses basket
0: Then she takes the Moses basket over, and we see her... Between those two shots, she has changed into a, like, boudoir robe. Yeah.
1: And then she takes the baby and whips out a boob and tries to get some creepy ass into the forest realness going on. (laughs) Where, you know, there is a phenomenon where if a baby cries enough and, like, your boobs are rounded enough, you will lactate. But I'm like, this is, like... And I think like you could put the baby to your breast. I don't know. I would have to do research about this. I don't this, think you can and I don't suck
0: colostrum from a stone. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh my fucking Thank God. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I'd like to be nominated for a source award. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I am a doctor now. Thank you. I know what colostrum is. Thank you. Thank you so much. yeah so and 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 there's this moment where the baby latches on
1: and there's like a half second where like it's like serena joy's like yes it's working and then the baby is like wait a minute
0: i have never seen a human being look more betrayed than that baby actor spitting out that prop boob it did that little like baby snarl Oh, God, it was very funny and very uh perfect. and For your Emmy consideration, that baby <laughs> for that one scene. <laughs> Breastfeed fail. Hulu is just going all in and, like, hyping everyone for Emmy consideration. They're like, oh,
1: you like Game of Thrones, huh? Well, we got a creepy breastfeeding scene, too.
0: Listen to me. You're not a prestige drama worth its salt unless you have a weird-ass breastfeeding scene. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Westworld. <laughs> Ew, did they have one? No. Oh, okay. Not yet. The finale's tonight. We'll see. (laughs) There's still time. Ew. Mm. so then
1: Fred has the conversation with June and the whole tone is like, why didn't you text me back
0: though? It is. Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Fred's sense of chivalry is so warped and gross. Like he just wants her to need him so bad because Serena doesn't need him. He just wants someone to need him. And would you say he wants her to want him? Okay, great. Absolutely. I would say that, uh, And he just has this gross feeling, and I don't like it. It's icky. But she concedes and says maybe she'd play Scrabble with him sometimes, and it's sexual, and he loves it. And And, and, Like, when he leaves,
1: when you talked about, you know, you wonder if actresses ever, like, pop a blood (laughs) vessel in their eye pretending to give birth. And, like, I wonder if she ever pops a blood vessel, like, trying not to, like, explode with rage after the Fred Uh, scene.
0: The thing that I think... That I keep he- that I know I keep hearing is that like he's like the loveliest person, yeah, on set in always. Real life. So I'm sure like she she doesn't feel uh, oh yeah, badly. but I mean,
1: but like when I mean in like in the face acting, yeah, yeah. okay. So after June's face nearly bursts into flame, we cut back to the
0: Whitford Estate the Lawrence home <laughs> uh, I'm calling it the Whitford estate
1: Whitford manor and Emily is like washing her face and she's like I'm gonna wash this clit right out of my hair I'm gonna wash this I'm so sorry I know she has no clit it's very cruel of me so then some woman like opens the door and she's very like and we both yes. were getting like Bertha Rochester yes, vibes yes. and it was just very unsettling yes. and she wide sargasso sea yes she comes in and she says oh you know don't tell my husband we spoke he doesn't like it when I talk to the girls And I'm like, I'm like, get out. Lakeith Stanfield came in. He was like, get out. Everybody was like, get out. Listen, anytime a woman tells you, don't tell this man that we're both connected to about a thing, you grab that woman and you run. You just go somewhere
0: else. Yeah.
1: Find, find someone to protect you. Yeah. And get the fuck
0: out of there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's true. Accurate. I, I co-sign everything that you're saying. So she
1: starts this is
0: mrs lawrence it, mm-hmm. i don't know if she like introduced herself
1: but it became joseph very clear. lawrence yeah mm-hmm. and she starts babbling about how joseph which is lawrence's first name presumably which must be confusing if they're like joseph and joseph
0: finds like yes like no it's not your name in this
1: i was hanging out with my cousin yesterday <laughs> and her name is also kelly and boy howdy was that confusing oh wow my You're mom kept like asking her questions but i thought she was asking me i was like why are you asking me
0: that? <laughs> she's like kelly what do you think of your mom
1: not you, Kelly. <laughs> At any rate, she's saying, oh, you know, he he came up with all of it. Mm. And Emily's like... Also, props to both Alexis Fledel and also, like, the makeup crew and the cinematographers because Alexis Fledel looks
0: 11 million years old. She looks busted. She looks so bad. <laughs> so, and that is no mean feat because she's a gorgeous lady. Yeah, she's lady. a gorgeous... Yeah, anyway, but, like, this lady is saying, oh, he... Something about the colonies. He came, up with, he came colonies. up with the
1: colonies and he sent those people there to dig up that dirt and like She's freaking out. Well, Whitford has come back from berating the Martha for moving his cheese, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry," and he like packs her off and like sends her like into a room and is like, "Settle down, get some rest,"
0: and he's just saying in stuff such to her a that I can't hear no in
1: such like a gaslighty yeah bluebeardy creepy Ugh. way. It's very bad. I don't like this at all. And then then. He, like, tells Emily, like, come with me, takes her down to the dining room, pours this fancy beer. You know, it's like one of these, like, very fancy, probably imported beers. And
0: there's two very different glasses. Did you describe any significance yes, to I'm, that? Yes, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, one is a Pilsner glass. Yeah. And then the other one is is, like, just a it's like a, a tulip cup.
1: Yeah, but it's like that I would imagine is much more for like a light like Belgian beer or like a sour.
0: No, you, you, traditionally the this tall glass this pilsner glass yeah. is for like lighter kind of right. beers. Right, but I mean
1: um if you go to like a Belgian brewery or a bar that has squat specifically glasses. Yeah, but like something that has specifically um like sour beers because a pilsner is not a
0: sour beer. A pilsner no. is a pretty yes, like no. even
1: yeah. Well People who are listening
0: might not know this. I thought you were beer splaining me.
1: No, I'm not beer splaining you. I'm beer splaining other people.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm still. Yeah, it's like, more of like a Belgian yeah. beer cup.
1: So, anyway, we both, I think, are still feeling irrationally charitable toward Whitford. I, we are. Because A, he's Whitford, B, he is a beer drinker. Like had he poured her scotch or like a martini or something, we'd be more, I would be more suspicious. Right. But somehow, and even though it's like a clearly like a fancy beer, I'm like, well, he seems down to earth. Like I'd vote for him. He was like,
0: (laughs) he was like, um, I made some homebrew. And that's the thing Uh, is like with the kind of men who are leaders in Gilead and just knowing that, mass production of resources is scarce you know there's homebrewers in gilead the
1: colonies is just where all their failed homebrew operations <laughs> blew up and poisoned the land
0: um this is a really cool ipa i've been experimenting with um you could try it like imagine the fucking pretentious like homebrew parties that all of those guys have I'm so angry mm.
1: so he pours the beer and says We value privacy in this house. And And Emily, Emily is very much got her poker slash game face on.
0: Yeah. But it's also like a very manipulative, fun dad move to be like, Oh, I'm going to let you. She's crazy. Let me be. I don't mind if you drink, just drink in the house. Yeah. So it's like that, that, that slippery slope of the permissible, bad, but you never know how much of it you're allowed to take a drink. Well, and she doesn't
1: take a drink for a long time, because he then starts interrogating her, and again he's got this there's this sort of carefree insouciance about him but everything he's asking her about and everything he says is
0: unbelievably cruel. Yeah. To me. That was how I read it. Well, that's why it reminds me of Mr. Kinnear from Alias Grace in that it seems like he is sort of this benevolent b- oh,
1: monster. Master. Yeah. Really? Monster, master. I mean, what's the difference? Uh-huh. Hey, comrade. Uh-huh. But he is asking her all these questions about like, oh, you know, when he says that his wife, things didn't turn out the way she expected. She was an art professor, which explains the artwork. Uh-huh. So presumably that was a shared interest that
0: they had. Or if he was like, sorry, forgive her. She used to work at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> they her keep the posters <laughs> i have a pink Floyd he's so one permissive i feel like shannon has done a tour of duty in this house maybe <laughs> i think he's got a scary deal going on that i don't think yeah
1: i we don't know what's going on with him and we're terrified it's just like we said it would be we're like oh no
0: yeah <laughs> oh yes now oh, that he's no. here.
1: but he is asking her what she taught and she says cellular biology and then he says, Oh, I don't remember having any teachers like you. I bet the boys were hot for teacher. Hey, motion. Can we retire the phrase hot for teacher forever? Sure. Even uh, even motion as a approved. joke. Motion approved. Great. Fantastic. Never say that again. Anyone ever. <laughs> uh, well, and then, you know, he then says, you know, the boys must have been hot for teacher. And he's like, oh, you know, girls in your case. And it's like, you're not cool, dude. Everybody
0: knows she's gay. Well, what is fascinating about that is that uh, he clearly had some kind of dossier.
1: Oh, yeah. So he knows all about her. He knows
0: about Claire Duvall
1: and Oliver. He knows about the Martha that she had the affair with mm-hmm. and he knows where she's
0: from. He knows what she t- taught. He knows all this kind of stuff. And I don't get the impression, generally, that when you get a new handmaid, they come with, like, a dossier. So I think this is, like, yeah. you're high up enough. Well, the
1: whole point, like, the whole point of Gilead is that it's supposed to run, like, clockwork. Mm-hmm. And part of that is suppressing and mm-hmm. inviting all of your personal mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. One thing I wonder, I'm like, is he, is he going to, like, have, like, an exit interview on the colonies and be like, <laughs> did, I, did I do a good job? Or?
0: That's what, what he's looking what for. What would make
1: them more unbearable?
0: In your mind was it torturous enough? <laughs> <laughs> good, good feedback. Good feedback. I can thank roll with that. You. I thank you that. so much. Thank you. Thank you. And,
1: so, and, and we don't get any real, uh, well, we're not, we're not given any answers here.
0: I think it's telling when she takes a drink.
1: It is telling when she takes a drink
0: because he asks, he like combats her with her past, like she had an affair with a Martha. She worked in the colonies. She worked, lol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just worked she, in the colonies she for a summer. Spoiled
1: in the colonies. Yeah,
0: anguished in the colonies. But he's like, and then you ran over a guardian, and that's when she's like, oh fuck. Because he's scrutinial. like, he was
1: like, what did that feel like? And listen, I'm gonna be real honest with you in the redheads right now. Not enough to do it. But I'm real curious what it's like to kill somebody. Uh, this the, is door on, is, the door is unlocked, by the way. This You're is fine. on tape. <laughs> I know. But I'm curious from, like, a purely philosophical perspective. Is like, what is that like? Huh. Like, does it make you feel a way?
0: I I'm mean, sure it does. It's all, been
1: described in various things, but it's just like... All you the know.
0: media points to it making you feel away. I yeah. know,
1: but I want to... F- but I don't. I don't know. Listen, if you want... <laughs> no <laughs> don't
0: <laughs> delete your account <laughs> and then she just laughs, <laughs> i'm unsafe uh,
1: meanwhile hey man, I, just I gotta would... go i gotta go log into my dead journal real quick
0: <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile... have i
1: mentioned recently that i'm very dark and old? Right <laughs> oh
0: my god you know what uh like uh sensation i'd like to experience I like to put my hand into a whole jar of jelly beans and feel the jelly beans, like, around my hand. Have you
1: never done that? Because I've done that. Uh,
0: my mom said I wasn't allowed to, so I, I haven't done it. But I would like to feel that. And that's the experience I'm wanting to have. Um, well, happy cancer season. That sounds great for you.
1: <laughs> like, I already did that. I did that as a child, so.
0: Oh, boy. All right. I'd like How- to thank Hershey Park <laughs> in Pennsylvania for helping that dream come true. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Uh, let's... Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Move on. You son of a bitch. Oh, are you really upset? No, I'm just trying to gracefully maneuver us to the next subject from you saying you want to know what it feels like to kill a person. Well, then, yeah, just move on gracefully from that. That's not hard. Okay. All right, the next scene. (laughs) Sonos is like, hey, we've been getting really weird impressions lately. (laughs)
1: And did you hang on let me just put my son down for a nap his name is cobain um (laughs) so june wakes up in her bed and rita runs in without knocking which is unusual for rita ah yeah and she says they found eden and isaac and brought them back
0: (sighs) okay the next scene is nick giving her a locker room pep talk One of those classic sports movie tropes where he's like, listen, you got to get out there and you got to lie about running away with your lover. And she goes, yeah, great. And he draws little circles and X's on a board. And he's like, here's him. Here's you. Lie about it. This X is you. You're going to run tight around here. And then they're like,
1: clear eyes, full uterus, can't lose. Whee! So we do find out she's definitely not pregnant, although it's so dumb mm. because, oh, but I guess maybe he's asking that more like they would spare her well, if she was like, pregnant. to like plead yeah. her
0: belly in the pirate um, sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. See? Good one. I'm, you know, I think that like I'm like drama kid alternative, which is to say not that alternative because I'm like... At the Ren fair, I would have been a pirate because oh, those yeah. are the bad boys of the Ren
1: fair, yeah, versus me being like, I would date a Somali guy and become a pirate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god we're learning listen everybody
1: please don't worry i'm very bourgeois and i don't feel like inconveniencing myself with all the fallout of anything that i talk about and
0: if you if you give enough money to the venmo she can hunt people for sport (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i would love to hunt people for sport you
1: are such
0: a goof well
1: assuming it was like fully bonded and licensed by the state
0: Uh oh! <laughs> so Ethan is in the locker room, getting in trouble, and he, Nick is trying very hard to save her. And it's
1: this—I think Max Minghella does such a great job—and it's so heartbreaking because it's like it's finally sinking into him. Because I think there is a case to be made that Eden's death is, to some extent, both mostly Nick's fault. I agree. But also, definitely June's fault oh, because yeah. they just did not estimate correctly mm-hmm. how immature she was, mm-hmm. what a true believer she is, and how awful the disconnect between what she was raised to believe was going to happen to her and what actually happened was. No,
0: <sighs>
1: but he, you know, he is apologizing to her for not being as kind as he should have been, oh, which is horrible. I and cried. Eden is both very like fatalistic and innocent at the same time here because he's saying lie to them. Say whatever you need to. So they'll send you back home. And she's like, no, God knows what is in my heart and I will not lie. I will not be, you know, basically part of a sham marriage when I want to be with Isaac. And that's really what steals it. She's like, I want to be with Isaac.
0: Well, she's a very, you know, beautiful, pure Christian martyr girl. Mm -hmm. You know, this is very, or Catholic martyr or whatever. Like, it's very much like the, ooh, the woman who would not marry the Mongol. They broke her body on a spiked wheel. You know, like, uh, St. Catherine. Um, uh, You know, like all kinds of stuff like that. So there's precedent for this kind of person. This is just the modern interpretation of that. Yeah.
1: And it's a really interesting situation. And she's quoting scripture. Mm -hmm. And Nick is like, oh my God, you know, I can't read. And. (laughs)
0: If if she had like started quoting like My Chemical Romance uh, lyrics on him, he'd be like, oh my God, why did you save this? Yeah. <laughs> we could have been so happy. And oh. I just think it's so, it's so weird. And I
1: know that Gilead is predicated on misogyny. <laughs> yes. But like young folks gonna fuck, you know? And I don't even think that she and Isaac did No, like they would have tried to get into a situation where they could get married. Like, I don't know where they thought they were going to go. Yeah, me neither. But I don't understand the point. Yeah. I mean, I get I don't know. It's just so frustrating to me because it's like, you know, there is absolutely a situation where it's like if Eden and Isaac had met. Even if it was like sort of like a courting situation and it's like, let's just throw all these kids in a very chaste mixer situation yeah, and they met and fell in love that way. It's like, there's no harm in that. Like Mm -hmm. I know that babies are this status symbol and they're trying to commandeer that resource for these powerful people, but it's just like, God, I know that's what makes it so heartbreaking is that really neither she or Isaac did anything wrong.
0: Yeah, and neither of them are like huge usurpers of the Gilead regime. No, and they
1: don't want they don't want anything apart from to be yeah. able to get married, live together, love each other, and have babies if they
0: can. Ugh. So sad. So, you know, what we knew was going to happen is happening. And everybody's in the gym. Well, everybody's pissed because they have to delay the swim meet. Yeah. And they ran out of nachos a half hour ago. It's so upsetting. I hate when that happens. There are a bunch of people in the stands. We've got the Waterfords and Alfred. The Waterfords have brought Hickol. And I'm like, why would you bring a baby to an execution? You know, it's like that old phrase. Don't bring a gun to a knife fight and don't bring a baby to a (laughs) participation. Uh (laughs) and there was an Akano family there who i reasonably confident to say is eden's yeah. mother and sister yeah. and I don't so know that's if her what they do was deal there is. or not but there was a very Amishy guy sitting behind them and he was sitting with another woman okay. so who knows know. that's her uncle <laughs> It's I don't know. Oh god. It's their and, okay, n- their so I do wonder
1: like why are they doing this at the pool and not in like the Chesapeake Bay? Harder con-
0: to control maybe. Yeah,
1: I mean, you can't get your kettlebells back as easily.
0: I, the worst thing is when you drown someone in the Chesapeake Bay. Sometimes you lose your kettlebells. And here it's just like you have all your kettlebells in one place. You can just get that big pool scoop and just
1: I feel like they shouldn't be leaving all those kettlebells in the bottom of the pool, though, because they're going to rust.
0: Well, so here's what happens after that is after they have the guardians go dive and get them and it's uh, they can charge them for a CrossFit class. Oh, yeah, OK, yeah. OK, OK. It's it's extra for Equinox, but it's like, you know, worth yeah, it. Yeah. OK, cool. That'll make sense. beautiful arms when that Great. happens. Oh, yeah.
1: Buff guardians are important <laughs> to this success of Gilead. We are being Although glib. Really- Arguably, it was hard to watch.
0: Arguably buff guardians is what got everybody into this mess in the first place. Truly, truly, truly. So gosh, but what a beautiful, I mean, it is obviously a very hard to watch scene, but, but they keep, I love elements of it. so they, much.
1: They've gotten them both up onto the diving platform and they're kind of reading their sentence and they're saying, you know, throw yourself on. Is it like Christians repent and, and beg God's mercy or something like yeah. that. Children of God, children of God, repent and beg God's mercy and they won't like and it's not just Eden like Isaac is like nah I'm ride or die and you know people forget that the 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 second part of ride or die is death yeah and Eden (laughs) starts quoting Corinthians which was read at her weird creepy welcome to the Waterford household ceremony it's it's a
0: great parallel yeah because that is such like a weird loveless marriage and she didn't even get to speak barely during that and so this is her and them like kind of doing their final like And her mother and
1: this is where I think we're very confident because her mother screams Eden from the stands.
0: My favorite shot of this whole episode is when she starts quoting Bible and they shoot to June and June like is distraught but rolls her eyes like (laughs) come on That would be, oh, it's just such an honest reaction in a horrifying place that I I really enjoyed it.
1: So they they shove them and their kettlebells off of the platform. We get a very beautiful underwater sequence. Mm -hmm. And I thought we were going to see them kind of struggle more.
0: Well, and I wonder if we're supposed to get that Eden struggled more because the way that their bodies are, it looks as if it's like Isaac died first and is sinking yeah. down and Eden in her final shot is reaching. Yeah, up.
1: she looks like a ballerina. She does. And it's gorgeous and horrifying. It is and, gorgeous and horrifying. Um, but it seems like it was a quick death for both of them, which yeah. is a blessing. And, you know, and I mean, they were both resigned to it. So whatever struggle she had was, I think, just, you know, the body will like
0: kick in to hear and be like no hey
1: they're like hey we're not
0: christian hey we're your body so the final scene of this show offered goes into the kitchen Mm -hmm. where nick is moping second to final scene and (laughs) she i I wrote finally someone in this show shows some discretion
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because she tries to hold his hand and he walks away
0: He's going to be moody patootie and be like, if you weren't my girlfriend, I could be nicer to my real girlfriend. Like, <laughs> fuck off. So
1: then Alfred peeks in at Serena and Hikol. Yes. <laughs> and she asks if Serena's okay. So we are seeing some echoes here of the episode where Serena was beaten by Fred and Alfred, mm. you know, kind of expressed some woman to woman compassion with her. Good eye. And. You know, Serena lets her come in,
0: and Serena quotes some scripture here as well. She quotes Isaiah 49, 25, which is, but this is what the Lord says. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunder retrieved from the fierce. I will contend with those who contend with you, and your children I will save. That's a new international version of that. I, yeah. She says, a, I'm like, sure, a different bad version. news,
1: Isaiah. He didn't.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: <laughs> and I just felt like Serena's mostly sad because... She can't teach Eden anymore about how to be a super cunt.
0: She's like, I have so many more I have So many more lessons. Passive aggressive tactics pass along to pass a look to that know. poor girl. I know.
1: Oh, and I also I love the thing that Eden said on the platform when she was like, Mom, you lied to me. The rosemary wasn't a secret. Everybody knew about that.
0: I know, baby, I'm sorry. Is that why you do this?
1: Anyway, so Offred's just still standing there after Serena quotes the Bible. Like, so can I hold my baby or... Uh... But she does go to leave and Serena's like, wait. And because the baby has started like fussing and crying. I, as I imagine babies are wont to do when they are ripped away from their parents. <laughs> Call me crazy. Might have something to do with it. <laughs> so Serena has once again one of her trademark changes of heart. And more than anything in this episode, the fact that she lets Alfred come over and sit in the glider and nurse that baby, I'm like, Serena's whiplash this time is going to be epic. I know. It is going to be so bad because she was so adamant about keeping her away from that baby. Ooh. And you know, I was wondering, I was like, I would, you know, it's very like inconsistent. And then I was like, what What standard am I trying to hold her to? Like exactly. human <laughs> beings are the most inconsistent motherfuckers. Well,
0: especially under the crazy duress of dystopia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and seeing an innocent child murdered for no reason. I think because of the machinations of the adults around her.
0: Exactly. Gilead is like a whole series of you saying like, "I would never do something. I would never do that. I would never mm-hmm. do that." Oh fuck! I, I did guess it. I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> How do we move on now that 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 I've done that? I don't know. Boy, they are teeing us up for a humdinger. Something of a crazy finale. is going to happen. I
1: wonder if the finale is longer than an hour. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Maybe. We don't know yet. We'll find out. One more episode. I can't Uh, believe how fast this season has gone. It truly has. I feel like it has whizzed by. What do you think we have to look forward to next episode? Because by my estimation, the only scene left from the trailer that I just don't remember seeing is the one where they're talking about harboring terrorists in the house. Mm -hmm. And potentially that hallway one, I'm not super confident about that. Um, But yeah, we've seen the scenes for the most part that we've been promised.
1: And I think we're going to get some inkling of what Whitford's deal is, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> either like, either he's still like a Gilead true believer, or he's like done all this work and now he's regretting it, and mm. he's like bringing kind of like known subversives into his house.
0: That's kind of interesting.
1: It could be anything. And then I guess we're not getting Aunt Lydia's backstory. I'm pretty bummed about I know, that. That would to be, be weird, honest. If they just pulled that out, <laughs> this one. So that's not a finale worthy backstory.
0: No, I don't think we're getting any more. I think we'll probably get a little bit of Janine doing something.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. It would be weird to me if they didn't. Because the last we saw Janine was at
0: the false labor, yeah? And in a flashback during the birth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she's she's laying dormant for a little bit. That might be something we see in the finale. I I do
1: feel like there's going to be some big shakeup in the Waterford
0: house. Totally.
1: I still would say if anybody's going to die, it's probably Nick.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what reason they would have for killing him at this point. I don't either. But, but I
1: feel like I'm like, prove me wrong, Stromboli. Like, <laughs> prove me wrong.
0: Yeah. If I had to pick a, if I had have to some guess. Cojones.
1: Kill a main character.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe him. Maybe that's it. I don't think we will see Luke and Moira again.
1: Maybe. No, you know, they've been real sparing with him in this back half.
0: Yeah, well, because they had to spend all that money on that fake belly for OT. <laughs> that you can't you can't just throw around belly money willy nilly.
1: Unless there's a connection from one of the characters currently in Galead to them in Canada, like right. If some some craziness goes down, I could believe that. But
0: I think that something. Ha- I it would be just very on the nose if this season ends the same way that last year and with like her being taken away somewhere mm-hmm. or her escaping some way so i kind of don't think that could happen but i just i don't know what else is just i feel very strongly there has to be some sort of status quo change here oh for sure
1: yeah so i don't know but i mean i really well, see, i don't know i i don't feel like i can really make any accurate predictions and i generally don't watch the promos Yeah, So I don't really speculate.
0: Not even the Israeli promo? No, they show the whole episode. I know. I never watch it. And we watch episodes weeks ahead, and I'm still like, ooh, I don't want (laughs) to watch that. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, so, well, we'll see you guys at the finale. Take care of yourself. Take care of your girlfriends. Use resources wisely, and as always, nolite te bastardes carborundorum. Dum nope. <laughs> dum 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 dum